0: They're the convenience Boys. They're the convenience Boys. They're the convene. they the convene. the convene. the Konbini Boys. Welcome
1: to the Convenience Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we celebrate the arrival of the Konbini, a convenience store that features Korean snacks, prepared foods, and beverages. The Chickie Wars finally heat up with four new Chickies. We take a look at the scoreboard and finally see Mini Stop serve up a couple of losers this week. Matt shares a review of Shake Shack's new Korean fried chicken sandwich, and Mike gives us the lay of the land when it comes to conveni at his new home. Now, let's head off to the
0: boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How are you doing on this fine
1: evening? Honestly, Mike, I'm just trying to keep it together here. Uh, I took a day off from work, and, uh, well, I've been doing bong hits for about (laughs) two hours. (laughs) Marijuana is, of course, legal to use recreationally here in Massachusetts, and so I took a rare trip down to my local dispensary, which was surprisingly very nice inside. Actually... (laughs) Perfect COVID compliance, and uh, popped oh. in for uh, a little King Tut and banana split. And I've been ripping banana split for about two, two and a half hours. So I've s- paused. I pumped the brakes. Anyway, how are things with you?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I would give anything to be in your spot right now. Uh, yeah. Um, things are things are pretty good here. Um as you know, I just moved into a new place. Yes, so I'm uh, yes, yes. first podcast in the new spot. I'm in uh Miami's hometown now and nice. uh yeah man, things are great. Um and uh yeah, I guess we, we took last week off and so For the big move we, Yeah, big move, big move, but um we got a lot to talk about. So uh what do you say we we get right into it?
1: Let's jump right into it, Mike. Uh, So, for our lead story today, Mike, I'm pretty excited about this. Mm -hmm. Saw this on The Wire this afternoon, late. There is a new specialty konbini that is launching in Saitama Prefecture. It is called Kanbini, K-A-N-B-I-N-E. The kan is the kan of kankoku, which is, of course, Korea. So, this is a Korea focused conbini here Mike it looks absolutely outstanding what's your reaction to this big story
0: yeah man um you know when I saw this I was instantly super excited and um sort of my my mind went into various directions thinking about mm. the future of the conbini here um you know uh this is interesting so this is yeah like you said uh Korea focused kanbini, but um you know, I, I was thinking like, wow, wait a second. Now you've got different countries doing their oh, yeah. themed of a combini. Mm. And so who knows what's, uh, what's going to be in the future? Maybe you're going to have a various different countries having their own hmm. Um And I will say it, it makes sense that um, Korea would be the one to do it first with the big, you know, presence of uh, Koreans in Japan. Um, and you know, their, their, their food's really popular here, but, um, yeah, you've got some pictures up here now. We're looking at the, um, the kanbini, uh, selection here and it looks like, you know, they've got some really interesting, uh, items on the, on the shelf here. Well, Mike, the thing I'm most excited about are the instant noodles.
1: Oh yeah. The reason for that is the spice Korean food has a real heat to it. Almost impossible to find genuinely spicy food. In Japan, no doubt you're going to find some really hot stuff in the instant noodles at the Kanbini. Um, Cambridge does have a Korean grocery store called H Mart. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And those instant noodles, Mike, when I get the hot stuff, I actually, I'm a wimp. I actually can't put the entire package of hot sauce on the noodles oh. because I have a literal, I begin melting down. <laughs> yeah. It is so damn spicy. So that's what I'm most pumped about with the beanie, the spicy noodles.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah, like reading a little bit more about it, it seems that, um, you know, uh, they're calling this the, apparently, you know, Korea, they've had various waves of popularity in Japan. They're calling this the fourth wave of Korean, uh, the fourth Korean wave going on right now. Um, Wow. And that's brought on by things like the popularity of the movie Parasite and, mm. you know, um, Korean dramas are always super popular in Japan, the music as well. Um, and they said that, so at first they were thinking about maybe just opening like a Korean shop. But um, one of the things that they said that they were hoping to do with this, uh, the beanie is make it really easy for anyone to come in. And nice. so they, the staff is all Japanese it's set up just like the same format of like where the, mm. the coolers are sure. and where the food is as a normal kombini So it's really easy for any, you know, like Japanese person, even if they don't know much about Korea, you know, um, even if they don't speak Korean, they can, you know, see this, they, they said that they, it's all glass from the outside, so you can see what's going on. And so it's a really easy way and uh, a really open way to sort of like provide Korean items to the to the greater Japanese public. I think it's a it's a really awesome uh, idea.
1: Well, I hope uh, the next time I visit Japan, these will be all over the place uh, because, my goodness, who doesn't love some Korean
0: snacks? Oh yeah. All right, Matt. Well, hey, we're gonna have to keep our eye on that and who knows in the future. I mean this is this might this might change everything, but um, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. All right, Matt. Well, hey, you know, we missed out last week. And so, hey, wouldn't you know, the Chicky Bores, they're roaring again. Finally um, we heating up. Bit, finally heating up. We had a little bit of a lull there for a couple of weeks, getting a little worried. But, um, Matt, this week, we actually got four new Chickies coming <sighs> out. Whoa, and, yeah. And uh, so let's just go ahead and just take a look at them. So first up, coming out of Family Mart, we have... Sorry, can you see this?
1: Oh yeah, fried chicken, garlic, soy sauce, chicky here, out of Family Mart. Classic combo of flavors, it's kind of like tomato and pasta sauce. Mm. Wait, tomato is pasta sauce. I mean, <laughs> pasta sauce and pasta. That didn't make oh. any sense either. Anyway, <laughs> listen, this is a classic combination. Oh, Who yeah. wouldn't like this? Mike, uh, no doubt I'd be
0: very happy to pick one of these up. No doubt, and this thing looks crispy as all hell. Ooh. Bet you oh, bite yeah. in this thing, and you know <laughs> you might. You gotta watch out for uh, for your jaw. All right, Matt, let's look on. We're going on now to Seven Eleven, and what do we got here? We've got the Sumi B roasted chicken leg, and that is the charcoal roasted chicken leg. Matt, what are you, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, Mike, I'm not a big fan of this guy. Was this made in a kitchen or a crematorium here? Uh, I think they must serve this with a side of police tape because it looks like evidence for a homicide. Mike, this is classic 7-Eleven, poor photography. They were on the way up last week. I don't know. Maybe they canned the new intern. They're back to iPhone 5-style photography.
0: Very bad. Does not look appetizing at all. Yeah, no. And I, I think we saw this guy at the during the Christmas special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not sure that this is a new new one. Um, This is maybe a re-release that they're doing here. I don't know. I agree. Not super excited. Big price tag. I don't know if the size 370 Holy moly. All right, Matt, let's go on now to something exciting. And we're talking about Lawson's El Chiki Tatsuta. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: Mike, the Tatsuta chicky is back. We saw this, uh, in, when was, I guess Christmas, the Tatsuta chicky was all over the place. Mike, you taught me that Tatsuta, I didn't even realize this was a special style of frying. They used the Mm cornstarch to make it, uh, even a little bit crispier than a normal flour breading. Um, Mm. again... Nothing to not like about this el chicky Tatsuta with a little little leaf of lettuce there and the tomato. As always, great presentation from Lawson.
0: Yeah, and this is interesting. I've i this is the first time I've seen them do something like this where they do an they do a chicky like the el chicky family chicky and then they combine it with one of the like specific ty- styles of cooking. Like you can imagine mm. a family chicky totsta style. I don't know mm. how, what what would happen in that case. Um, usually we just get some sort of flavor. So this is this is kind of an interesting little innovation here, and um, yeah, I guess we'll have to see how that one goes. All right, Matt. Well, hey, hey, hey. What do we got here? What do we have here? Well,
1: we have the ginger flavored kataage kun, Mike, and uh, it's a black box. So this is the premium yes. kataage kun. It's good to see a new flavor up on the scoreboard for Lawson here because Family Mart's Pokechiki was pumping out flavors all 2021. Karaage-kun was lagging behind. I think this puts them up around known flavor
0: 211, Mike, for <laughs> Karaage-kun. Pretty impressive <laughs> stuff there. Yeah, great to see Karage-kun back. And I got to say, better than ever, look at this. Mm. First off, let me just talk about this box art oh, here. he's dressed like Matt, a samurai. Is, <laughs> he's dressed like a samurai. This is a chicken dressed like a samurai. And Matt, in his, his belt there, instead of a sword, he's got a toothpick. Oh, toothache. it's a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, man, I love ginger it's one of the it's got to be one of the best you know Mm. things in the world for flavoring food and yeah like you said this is a black box so maybe we're getting a little teeny bits of um the uh the ginger in there this is the golden golden ginger as well so you know that thing's gonna be extra crispy and Mm. um hey this is straightforward but uh i really i really like this one yeah this looks exciting mike
1: All right. All right. Busy week in the Chicky Wars there. It's about time. That's all I gotta say about that. And Mm -hmm. now it is on to the scoreboard, Mike, where we look at new items at the Conveni coming Mm -hmm. up next week. Actually, this came out on Wednesday, so the items are already out. But at Family Mart, we have 93 new items. (laughs) Lawson 36, 7-Eleven, 105, Mm -hmm. Mini Stop at 24, Daily Yamazaki 8. Seiko Mart 6, Poplar 3, New Day's 12. Anything, any reaction to those numbers, Mike?
0: Well, um, yeah, there's one that really sticks out. That's Family Mart with 93 93. items, way above what they normally have. But Matt, I think you you saw what was going on there. They had a huge release of socks and boxers and towels. (laughs) So that padded out about half of these scoreboards. So, uh... (laughs) You know, in in reality, that number's more like probably 50, so right about where they are. Um, yeah, the other, you know, the smaller guys, always around the same. You know, Daily Yamazaki, Seiko Mart, 8 and 6. Poplar with 3, which is more than the 1 that we had a couple of weeks ago. So I guess that's a good sign. I don't know. And New Days, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Um, I, New Days, is they're pretty solid. And, you know, I, I was thinking because they're, you know, the the station, Konbini, maybe they'd be a little bit... You know, not up to the caliber of other uh, companies, but really, they, they're looking, you know, I'd say next to Ministop, looking to be, you know, putting out some of the most interesting items.
1: Couldn't agree more, Mike. Um, all right, what do you say we jump into our winners and losers, where we mm-hmm. each picked out something that really blew us away and something we thought didn't quite make the cut. So, yeah. Mike, let's start with your loser, always to see what you got on deck here what do we yep. oh boy
0: yep um all right so what this ooh, thing is ooh. ika mentaiko oh oh dawn so let's pick that apart ika is uh squid oh um mentaiko is uh cod ro, i think or spicy um fish mm-hmm. eggs and, um, Dawn is a, uh, a dish that has topping and then underneath is, is rice. So I, individually, I actually like these, you know, I like squid. I like mentaiko for the most part. Um, and especially with rice and Dawn, I'm a Dawn, Dawn guy. Everybody mm. knows that about me. Um, mm. and the only thing is Matt, when you, when you see, you put this thing together, mm. it's basically what is, it's, um, it's strips of the squid And then that's sort of held together. The congealing factor is the mentaico. So you got a slippery, slimy, you know, goo on top here. And then the rice, I mean, nothing really to say about that. A little ginger on the side. But in general, this is just a little bit too slippery for me, Matt. Um, I'd (laughs) rather have maybe like a split, you know, maybe half mentaico, half squid or something. I'm sure this one uh, doesn't look great to you as well. What do you think?
1: Yeah, this, this would show up in my nightmares here. I'm not a mentaico guy, uh, and this right. is a lot of mentaico. Imagine yes. like a Italian-American <laughs> restaurant. That's um, the marinara. They're using a the full ladle here of the mentaico over the squid. The squid almost looks like a thick pasta, as a matter of fact. Oh, um, I do like squid, and I do like don, but I do not like mentaico. I would be making... Uh, uh, very tactical use of the uh, strips of ginger, pickled ginger cut <laughs> on that don there. All right. That's a great loser, Mike. On to uh, what I picked out this week. This is out of also mini-stop. So mini-stop with both losers this week after having Man, a couple of weeks with the winners. What is this? Yeah, Mike. This is a beef curry sandwich, okay? Um, <laughs> hey, I like sandwiches. I like curry. I don't want these things getting together. This is a... Uh, Classic Japanese sandwich, white bread, triangles, no crust. Somehow they have beef curry and they're showing, uh, you know, a a ladle of beef curry. I don't know how it's not just seeping (sighs) through the bread. Mike, this would actually be like eating a dirty diaper. I mean, you got the (laughs) bread, just a white pouch, and inside is a hot brown liquid mess in there. Just not for me. Not for me, this one.
0: This is confusing. When you pulled it up at first, I thought maybe this was gravy because you can't really see what's going on in here. It's just that huge ladle yeah. filled with that sauce. And then I guess you really have to focus to see that, okay, this is a sand dough, yep. And in the back, there is some bread there. This is very confusing to me. I don't know what, who thought of this? This is just ridiculous. Um, I love beef cardé, you know, and oh, this is actually, they call it beef cardi. So I don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, This is very strange, 118 yen, I guess. But like, hey, I'm going to go grab lunch. Let me go grab this sack of beef curry. That sounds very, you know, that doesn't sound very appetizing. For all the things at the conbini, this is not something that I'd be picking up.
1: All right, let's uh, turn the page and move to our winners. And your pick mm-hmm. this week, Mike, I think it's this guy. Is it at the top yes, here? Yes, it is. All right. Yep. What are we if looking you could at? zoom
0: in a little bit. This is from Seiko Mart. Um, we haven't heard much from them recently, but Matt, oh, wow. I really like what Ooh. I'm seeing here. Whoa. All right, so what this is, this is a uh, cup ramen. So, and this is in the old cup of noodle style. It's the, it's the sort of tall and sort of slimmer uh, styrofoam cup. But this flavor, this is Sekoma mm. who makes this. So this is a Sekomart exclusive. Mm. And Matt, this flavor, I've never even heard of this flavor. No. This is, no. all right. At the bottom, you've got shio ramen. Okay, mm. you know, salt um, ramen, great. But what makes this interesting? This is a yama wasabi, mm. a.k.a. horseradish. Mm salt ramen and Mm. at at first I didn't you know I thought it was just wasabi and I was like okay well that's interesting as well but then horseradish in the cup ramen this sounds really good I gotta say I love horseradish and I imagine this tastes a little bit more like wasabi than horseradish Mm -hmm. but um I gotta say this sounds really great you have the sort of like light flavor of the salt then with that horseradish gives it that little spiciness that little zing 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 and um i gotta say matt this is sounding really good to me i really i really like this and um i i'm gonna try and you know grab this if i can if i can order it or something because this this looks really refreshing just just to verify here so this is this is horseradish it's not wasabi it's well apparently yama wasabi is what they call horseradish but i don't know if it's if it's different than what we'd think of like as like general horseradish back in the States.
1: Well, it does. It does look like uh, the, the image on the package does look like horseradish you'd see in the U.S. It's, it's white mm. like a stick, it looks like, yeah. and you grate it. Um, wow, this is a shocking product here, Mike. Um, I would mm. definitely get it out of curiosity. I don't know if it would be any good. You could imagine yeah. the horseradish being a, overpower. Uh, yeah. All other flavors and burn through your nose, I guess, as well. Um, <laughs> but no, I think this is a very interesting product. Yeah. I'd be all yeah. over it. All right. Um, for my winner this week, Mike, we're heading to 711 hey. here. And what we're looking at is the Strawberry Rare Cheese Mochi or Moco. I'm sorry. Moco. moco. And huh. oh, that's a shoe. That is not Mochi. Oh, interesting. All right. So uh, I thought this was something different. This is actually a shoe pastry, strawberry mm. flavored, stuffed with cream cheese, strawberry cream cheese, rare cheese. Mm. Uh, they call it in Japanese. Mike, this does look pretty good, but I thought that was a mochi skin. Now that I know it's a shoe, I'm not so excited about this product. I. I should have looked more closely. It does look fine, though. I'd, I'd call it kind of middle of the pack, maybe a B minus,
0: but I don't mm-hmm. think I'd call it a winner. Well, that's an interesting turn of events, because, you know, this being a shoe, this kind of gets me super <laughs> excited, to be honest. I could even, if you want to swap winners for this week, I'd be down for be that. i be happy to do um, that, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, cream cheese and strawberries, the mocha, I don't, cheese mocha, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I can imagine if this was Mochi, this would be out of this world, um, but, um, you know, being a shoe, I I'm, I'm totally down for it. And, uh, I gotta say, you know, for me, this looks like a a slam dunk. All right. Well, that does it
1: for the scoreboard and our winners and losers for this week. Um,
0: yeah, what a a, a, a look at the conveni. Yep. All right, Matt. Well, hey, you know what? Two weeks ago, we introduced a preview of a new segment that I'm super pumped about, and that is what we're calling Matt's Munchies. So Matt's Munchies is Matt is going to be sharing some fast food items from the States um, and, you know, giving us a little review so that we can uh, get a view of what's going on back Home. But uh, yeah, Matt. I think this week, you know, we previewed it last week. You couldn't, you couldn't actually complete the Matt's monkeys section two weeks ago because of a uh, you didn't have your Forgot medicine. Medication. Yeah. Yes, but um, this week it looks like you, you, everything went well. And uh, so, so what are we looking, what are we looking at this week?
1: Yeah, Mike uh, had the day off, so went down to uh, ye old Harvard Square and stopped in Shake Shack, a uh, fast, (sighs) casual, kind of high-end fast food burger Mm -hmm. joint. But uh, they had a new fried chicken sandwich out, Mike. Uh, Last week, I was at uh, Chick-fil-A, the king of fried chicken sandwiches. Yes. So uh, very eager to try a competitor at Shake Mm -hmm. Shack. What we're looking at here, Mike, is the Gochujang Korean Fried Chicken Sandwich. This thing was a complex build. You had a big old piece of chicken fried, <laughs> slathered in that fermented chili paste sauce, which mm. is outstanding. It's got three slices of pickle below and then a, mm. and then a slaw Ooh. on the bottom. Mike, I got to say, first off, before I go into this review, I do want to say I was onto Korean fried chicken 13 years ago. I was making this stuff back in 08, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so I saw this coming, thanks to a friend I had in college from Korea. Anyway, so this thing, this thing was like eating porn, Mike. It was uh, oh. <laughs> incredible. This thing was wow. all kinds of stuff was going on in there, and it was all good. This is a genuinely original and ambitious fast food sandwich. This is not for kids, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of complex flavors in there. Those pickles, those things were strong and stinky. The slaw, super crunchy, sour, sweet. So many things were happening. Mm. And then the chicken. The chicken, though, Mike, I got to say, it was a little dry. Ah, It was a little dry, Mike, and um, they need some help. From either mm-hmm. Family Mart, maybe even Chick-fil-A. That was the only downer about this guy. Chicken was a
0: little dry. Otherwise, the flavors were absolutely awesome. Highly recommend this. Wow. Okay, so this is uh, this is Shake Shack. Is this a limited time item, or does this look to be a, a, a new staple of the menu? Good question, Mike. It
1: did appear to be a limited edition item. I don't think it's going to make it permanently to the menu.
0: Okay, and I another question I got to ask those pickles. Those look like some pretty thick cut pickles. Oh, is, yeah. that, uh, is that correct, <laughs> how, how? <laughs> Those were some thick cut pickles,
1: Mike. And it wasn't just the size. The flavor was absolutely tremendous. Those things were, oh, those things you don't mess around with pickles like that. You go to four, it could be lights out. Stick <laughs> with three little slices, that's the max somebody could handle with those pickles.
0: Oh man, this looks outstanding. God damn, I would give anything to have this. And um, Matt, I got to say, I'm loving this segment. I can't wait to see what you've got coming up for us um, because, uh, yeah, just looking at this, my mouth is watering. Um, and, uh, you know, I need this kind of like burst uh, mm. every, every couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing what we've got in the future. All right. Well, now it's back
1: to the main show here <laughs> at the convenience. It's on to At the Gimble with Mike, the gemba of course the the place where the action happens mike you're in a new you're in a new gemba though now uh no longer in kanazawa now in kurobe Mm. and uh i guess what you've done some surveillance some reconnaissance
0: of the konbini at uh the new home that's right yeah so this week nothing individual to um talk about just kind of talking about my new layout so matt um let me tell you what I was working with for the longest time. So I was uh, in Kanazawa, and I had two family marts pretty mm. much equidistant from me. I could yep. walk to either of them in about three minutes. Nice. Um, and I went with the one, uh, the one that I fixed on. You know what really did it for me? It was it was the staff. I got to be honest. There was oh. this, yep. there was this yep. one woman there, and she was my like, oh man, I actually. You know what? This is something I really gotta. This is making me kind of tear up thinking about it. Hmm. Um, I saw her pretty much every day during quarantine. I saw my my Leo, and then probably next would be the the uh, Tencho at the uh, at the Family Mart. And she was so nice to me, and she always, you know, um, she would always say like, you know. I got to put, you know, I got to give you the points. So make sure you pull out your, uh, your rock 10 card. So she always hooked me up like that. She knew everything that, you know, I always wanted. And actually the last day before we moved, I went in to say bye. And, but I was, so I was, uh, but the line behind me was like five deep, six deep. It was, Mm. it was, it was lunchtime traffic. (laughs) And so I, you know, I, I froze and I didn't have a chance to, you know, say goodbye, but Mm. I'm hoping at some point I can get back and say, thank you. But anyways, Matt, my new one, I, 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 you know, I surveyed the landscape and the closest convenience I've got to me now is also a family mart, but we're talking a bit more of a distance. I got it head down to the sort of main street, and then I got across a pretty sizable bridge. So this is not a walkable oh, cabini anymore. Oh, boy. But I will say mm. no traffic lights so I can get there without hitting the Huge. traffic lights. Huge. Yes. Um, And I will say, though, um, you know, I walked in, and this is a different, the, the level is a little bit lower mm. in terms of the staff, you know. Not really that nice. But the thing that got me excited, Matt, I went in there. First thing I did, you know what? Give me the family chicky because that's how you're going to know what sort of establishment we're working with and i got you yep. know i gotta yep. say the 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 sort of the atmosphere of the staff was a little they were younger and not really and you know just kind of like you know punching the clock but mm. i got in the car i grabbed that family chicky and matt it's one of the juiciest family chickies i've ever Whoa. had so <laughs> i gotta tell you uh the future's looking pretty bright over here um i'm gonna have to hit it up some more try out some other things but in general yeah, um, things things are looking all right. Well, that's exciting, Mike. Uh, one of the
1: juiciest, and you're a guy who's had a lot of fami chicky, probably banging, <laughs> I don't know, around four digits, right, on the number of fami yes, yes. you've had. Yeah, uh, so to say you've had one of the juiciest, well, you know, Kurobe, probably a little bit, not as, not as many people as Kanazawa. Maybe that's right. slower traffic, you know, they can really pay attention. You know, hit with the old kodawadi when they're uh you know taking care of their family chicky in there i don't know that's uh well that's 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 good news you know the staff who knows you know maybe yeah. uh you just you got the b team that trip yep. first couple trips you know there could be an a team back there somewhere who knows you'll be uh you know making bonds with uh new tenchos any day yes. now
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I hope so. And I'm, yeah, like I said, you're right. You're right. I, it wasn't Tensho. I was working with the, you know, Shin new and I had the new, the new staff there. I will say, as I was leaving the store, I heard from the back, the Tencho's voice was like, Arigato, gozaimasu." So oh, I, I, so I nice. think, you know, you, yeah, like you said, I just got, got to keep an open mind and I'm um, looking forward to visiting the family mart nearby.
1: All right. Well, uh, believe it or not, that wraps up yet another episode of the Conveni Boys. It always goes by so fast, Mike. Um, Just want to say thank you to all of our listeners. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please share and rate the podcast so more people can find it. You can also check us out on YouTube. See everything that we're talking about. Subscribe and like it, please. Uh, Also, check us out on social media. We're pretty active on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a conveni memory and you're in the U.S., give us a call at 617-453-8207. If you're outside the U.S., uh, head over to anchor.fm slash conveniboys. Boys. All right. Uh, thanks again, everybody. And Mike, hey, I'll see you at the conveni. See you at the Konbini, Matt.